Welcome to episode 396 of the Doctor of Air, the Doctor of Podcast. My name is David Mentor, and I'm Alex Ginger. Hello. Today we're going to talk about episode 3 of The Creature from the Pit. So we have a bit of a reprise where the Doctor goes up to the creature, and the creature covers him with his, one of his appendages. And then the um, Organon, the uh, doctor's newfound friend from the tunnels, calls out to the guards, guards that are there to help him. Because the doctor's, you know, under the creature there, help him and shoot and help. And they, they end up backing away into one of the tunnels that they came out of. And as they move back, the creature gets bigger and comes closer to the area and there's a sort of green flashing yellow lights happen through the doorway of, of the tunnel as we see from behind the guards and organon and then that becomes a seal over the doorway so the creature has sealed the doctor in away from the others we see that the seal has a pattern and it looks like the pattern that is the same as on the shield design in the palace throne room that the doctor noticed. The doctor gets up and the creature's gone and he looks around the cavern. Um, on, well, on the other side, Organon and the, the guards try to break through the seal. The bandits, meanwhile, are outside the palace and scoping it out, see that there's only one guard, and so they're planning their attack. Adrasto, Mana, and uh, a couple guards, and then Madame Corella are there with K-9 waiting outside, and they're, they're giving a mess, giving a message that guards have uh, they've located they had located the creature but they had not they can't say whether the doctor is alive or not the doctor is trapped somehow the uh, they say that the creature has made a shell um, and sealed off the way and addressed to ask if the if can this canine sort of this metal dog can he break through Inside the palace, the um, bandit kills one of the guard, the one guard that was guarding the, the throne room. The doctor is looking around. He finds big lumps of metal, or a huge lump of cadmium, and then a bit of pure iron. And is kind of just wandering around talking to himself, and then he hears the creature making a growling noise and he goes in and talks to it some more and says that he's a friend his name's the doctor he's a friend tries to get across friend and talks about this green skin that he ha that it has and wonders if he needs chlorophyll and the doctor examines the creature a little bit more and is trying to figure out how to communicate with it says, well, how did you communicate with your own kind? And the creature goes to the rock wall and uses one of its 
So two lenses to like blast away the stone to make a design on the rock wall, which is the same design again from the shield and from the shell that he covered the doorway in. The doctor says, I've seen that somewhere before and seems to recognize it. So the bandits are looking around the room um, and this symbol on the wall is glowing and twinkling a bit. The bandits are looting the area and they notice this metal shield on the wall. One of them goes to touch it and it's hot. And he says, well, what's metal? It's not a metal I recognize. And then he goes to touch it and it's cooled down. So they, they manage to remove it from the wall and then they are alerted that guards are coming so they need to make a quick escape. So they uh, carry that and all the other booty that they've taken and head into the, the tunnels. The doctor talks to the creature more and says that, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get it. I'll bring it to you. I, uh, you know, he says, he tries to make a deal and a promise like, well, you can't talk to me, so I'll just, I'll get it. Um, he look as he leaves, he sees other, other shield designs on the ground where he found some of the other cadmium and iron, uh, and he sees this, that design is on these things and they, they must be eggs. And the creature gets very upset. The doctor is looking at him, touching him, picking him up. He says, I wasn't going to take him with me. And uh, then the doctor heads off to try to find a way out. Oyanon, um, sorry. And on his scarf, he drags away one of the chunks. Okay, I wasn't sure. I noticed that. I, I hadn't sure how to say that in there. I wasn't sure if he, he had put it on his scarf. I think that's the implication because he was moving very slowly to drag it away. Okay. Um, Organon sees Romana and says, Oh, my, my friend is trapped. And Romana says, Oh, the doctor. And so they go over and they. Adrasta is there and she recognizes him and is surprised that he's not dead. She says, how did the creature not eat you? She says, I don't know, just, it was just in the stars, I guess. Um, she, Adrasta wants them to try to break through the, the, uh, the seal on the door. Romana is, most of the time is carrying canine because he's having to recharge his batteries to be able to have enough power to break through, enough power to kill the creature like Redrasta wants him to do. Romana notices that the seal is the same material as the shell outside that they first encountered when they arrived. Canine is going to try to blast through, and then uh, Lady Adrasta says how again that she wants this creature killed. The uh, bandits are in the tunnels, and the shield that they're carrying twinkles again, and so they sit it down, and they're both looking at it, and it's like, I, I feel uh, they can't complete what's happening to them, but they seem a little woozy, seem like they've come under the spell of it. 
and they pick it up and they start carrying it um, seemingly back farther into the tunnels. Canine can't break through the shell. Um, Ramana explains how she examines it and explains how canine had weakened the structure of a shell, but it's of a material able to redensify and to, to rebuild itself. So Adrasta says that's the whole exercise has been stupid and um, just as uh, she's telling her guards to try to break through, the doctor breaks in from the other side. She says, how are you still alive? Why didn't it kill you? And the doctor says, or how did it, how did it let you through? And she and he says, well, I just asked it nicely. And she goes, it can't talk. And he says, well, how do you know it can't talk? Um, but uh, she knows it can't. And uh, she knows it can't get out of the cave. So why didn't it kill him? And where is it? So Hadrasta sends Ramana in with, back into the tunnels with canine and uh, guard and lady and uh, Madame Carilla. Canine needs more rest so Ramana carries him again. Drasta is wondering what's going on because she's not heard any sound from the tunnel and she picks on Organon and tells him that he's going to go back into the tunnels and find out where the creature is and report back. And he doesn't want to do this. He says, she, she threatens him with the guard killing him if he doesn't. But he goes to check it out just as they return. Um, Adrasta is set on killing this creature and she calls it a Pythonian? Something like that. And the doctor's like, well, I thought you didn't know what the creature was. So they, she's carrying on about killing it and making sure to keep Ramana under guard and keep the Ramana keeping K9 facing the rock wall so that he can't blast anyone. The doctor catches, clues in on this and takes from his his pocket a big mirror and uh, says, ready canine and he holds it up so canine can blast into the mirror shoots at a gar uh, Madame Corella and a guard and then in this confusion Adrasta tries to run but the creature is out there and so she backs up and she's very afraid of it she says kill it kill it the doctor grabs her and, and tries to push her forward and threatens to throw her to it. Um, but she manages to, does she pull it out of his pocket? Looks like she like pulls a knife out of his pocket or maybe her. I think it's out of her Out own. of her, po her pocket. Sorry. And then gets behind him and threatens the doctor. And then, so as they struggle back and forth, the bandits bring in the shield that is glowing and twinkling still. And it gets closer and closer to the creature. It starts to glow green instead of this bluish twinkly color. And um, 
so they've given it over to the creature and it seems to be becoming attached to it somehow and Adrasta is um, screaming no 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 in the end A lot of talk to a non-responsive green creature. And a lot of talk to a non-responsive human creature. Yeah. In Adrasta. Yeah. Just ran around. All she does is say, oh, I want K-9 to do this. I want K-9 to kill the creature. I want K-9 to break through. I want K-9. It was very repetitive and um, many redundant scenes that mm-hmm. really took us nowhere. Just like okay we we'll get on with it <laughs> move along the story um this is really the most difficult episode i think we've had for a really long time i think it's really yeah you might be right i didn't think of it as difficult as much as it just was kind of annoying listening Why? to her go on and on yeah with yeah. the same things over and over difficult to get through for me anyway is just what I meant you know quite the repetitiveness makes it really quite boring so it's like just okay and the whole thing of the doctor trying to communicate was really boring Um, all we really find out is that he finds these other metals around the iron and the cadmium and mm-hmm. then he finds that the, the shield design we get so that's kind of something we, we tie in with our previous episodes um, this kind of a pentagram type uh, pentagon type shape mm-hmm. um, shield we see it recurring now um, what did he call it the lumps of iron and stuff that he found. <laughs> I call it creature poo. Creature poo. I guess instead they're creature eggs. Is that what we're supposed to take from that? I think so. I, I think it's turning out to be kind of similar to the semi-famous Star Trek episode with the, the Horta. The little I slug-like said. creature that ran around digging holes in cave, in cave walls. Spock had to mind meld with in a very overwrought, humorous manner. <laughs> Pain! Okay. <laughs> so it's just it's right on par with that then, huh? Mm, a little bit. Okay. It borrows heavily from that. Yeah, I saw a lot of mention in yeah. the production notes about that one. Even if it hadn't been in the production notes, the similarities are pretty obvious. Mm. Let's see what else do we learn? So the shell, the seal on the door is the same material as the shell that they have. They found outside. So. I, I guess one of the few parts I found interesting was how the doctor gets Adrasta to admit these little things. Mm-hmm. Well, I asked permission. 
Well, I can't talk. I thought you said you didn't know about the anything about the creature. Um, oh, she said something else. She says it's Oh, something, and then she knows its name and this, the, yeah, the species, yeah. The species, where it's from, and she knows it can't get out. Um, like it gets her so riled up, and um, in that segment, that she she reveals a lot more than she's trying to. She reveals what she's been hiding. Mm -hmm. More about the creature. That's really it. I mean, <laughs> I don't have really anything else. And I'm not sure what the purpose of having bandits, I guess you call them bandits, stealing from the palace, what the point of that was. Well, they got the shield. Well, I get that, but... It's just that. That's the only... I don't know. It seems like a long way to go just to get the shield from the palace to the creature. Mm -hmm. In very roundabout. Yeah. I guess they want to show they'd have some, they'd have some power. Um, it gave the creature some power, so I guess that's what we're trying to maybe trying to establish that if she we know she knows more about the creature than she is letting on. Right. She's probably taken that from the creature because she knows it's an object of power to it, to make it helpless and keep it contained where she wants it. Um, that's why she had it, I think, prominently displayed in her throne room there in the palace. Mm -hmm. I wonder if when the doctor was trying to bargain with the creature, when he says, well, I'll, I'll get it, I'm wondering if he meant that. That he was, I, I was guessing that he would meant to go back to the palace and get this shield um, item for right. the creature. I'm sure he probably so, did. Um, I guess they felt like they wouldn't be able to have the doctor go all the way there to try to get it. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Maybe they're going to explain more about the, the metal shortage and stuff. Yeah, maybe. It's like one of them, I think it was Organon. Was it Organon? In the last episode, saying something about how metal was so scarce and she owned th that one mine. And it says no metal, there's no tools, there's no tools, there's no civilization or advancement. It's like, we, we kind of know what metal is, though. So I could understand that statement if it were, if they were Stone Age people, mm -hmm. before they knew what that was and what to do with it. But then they recognized metal, so they know what it is. Why, you know, they could make some tools. They could, you know. Well, they've got knives. Yeah, they've got knives. They've got weapons. So. That doesn't really compute, you know, yeah. either, unless they're going to go back to that, but I don't really know how exactly, so, how are they going to, why bring the bandits in to, to link that um, imbalance of the, this 
precious commodity, I guess. It did seem unnecessary. But they were planning to do that in the last episode. Was to, to go to the palace because they needed it be unguarded or less guarded. So. But, it's, yeah. I can't quite see how it fits. Yeah. Not sure I want to. Because this, this was really making me not care about any part of it anymore. <laughs> so. And K9's voice is really irritating. It's different enough that it's off-putting a little bit. Yeah. I'm happy it's not exactly the same, but I, I don't know. There's something about it that is kind of bothers me. Mm. There was one thing where um, when the doctor comes back through the breaks back through the shield, he said something to Ramana about, or somebody said, maybe it was Orion um, who was talking more about his when his birthday was and how it was still his lucky day and. Still, he's still lucky or something, and the doctor says something about us time lords. We have ninety lives. And so Ramana says, "Well, how many have you gone through?" And he says, "One hundred and thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought that was not really interesting, but just a little side note. Don't think they mean regeneration. They think oh he's no, he's just joking. Flippant like a cat having nine lives. Mm-hmm. You just spent them all. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then he tries to make some comments about to Ramana that um, well, you can't be killed, and it, your hair is a mess, and. But I can't fix my hair on holding K9, and that was all a weird kind of an exchange. Um, that I'm not sure where they're going with. Oh, I think maybe that's why he he was giving the mirror out. That makes sense. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like here now, here's a mirror for you to fix your hair, and then used it to deflect K9's blaster beam. Yep. Okay, it was not clear how that was going together. <laughs> Maybe I just didn't care at that point. Could be. It was all very confused at the end there, where the doctor was going to throw a drastic to the creature, and then she threatens him with the knife, and then all of that. So, what do you have, though? That was. We had a small problem with one of the rocks. They'd set the shieldy thing down, communicator or whatever we're going to call it, on this giant rock, and it started the shield started to glow, and they went and picked it up, and the rock, giant rock, wobbled. (laughs) It was obviously a styrofoam rock. Oh right, and then 
which reminded me about the rocks when the creature goes to blast the shield design into the rock you can tell it's already there mm -hmm. like it's been taped over or something like there's some what they did was uh, CSO they oh. put dust in the pattern that was the color of the CSO Ah. And then they CSO'd in the color of the rock, but the color of the rock was off slightly from the actual rock. Well, styrofoam. Yeah. And then the creature was blowing away the dust, which would then stop the CSO from showing there. Ah, okay. That part looks a little blue compared to the actual rock. Yeah, so they probably used blue sand or whatever. Yeah, you could kind of you could see the design before he blew away the stone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Would they be better without CSO? No, not if they were trying to do that. Yeah. They had to do something. True. Burning it away would have taken too long and made no sense with that creature. Right. And K-9 wasn't there to do it. Right. And not have it matched up properly. <laughs> Poor thing. Well, that's it. I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing else. <laughs> it's a terrible episode. Yes. Really bad. Shouldn't say terrible. It's mediocre. Yeah. And you really just want to kill a dress and get her to shut up. Yeah. I was almost like, you know, oh, well, it's kind of the dark side of the doctor here, but, you know, just throw her to it. <laughs> just throw her to the creature. Yep. Um, but then I think, well, it's only episode three, so I guess he can't probably yet. Hmm? I guess it's only episode three, so he yeah. can't throw the main villain to the uh, to her death yet maybe not but that that would be unusual I don't think it's unusual but, but I'm guessing that's probably how she's gonna come to her end but wouldn't surprise me yeah who knows so do we I, what do we think about our, our ending ones yeah, it's fine. It's okay. It's one of those odd ones where the villain is the one in danger. We don't have too many of those. Or at least we think she's in danger. Yeah. Or, well, really we're not sure who's in danger from what now. Because now the, the creature has this shield thing back. Well, and you said that in the recap. And I don't know that it has it back. Well, I think they set it up between the creature and Adrasta. I don't yeah, know. Though. It was it's hard, hard to, to tell. tell. It was hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like it was going to be come part of it because did the bandits put it down and stand it up? Put that, it down? that was the impression I got, but okay. it was hard to tell. Because it didn't seem like it was on the ground, so that's what made me think that it was like on the creature, 
but it was hard to tell. But it was starting to glow a different color, like maybe it was going to take it over. So I guess we have a lot of question about, you know, well, is it going to be more powerful now? Will it be able to get out of the tunnels? Is it going to attack more people? Mm-hmm. Who is going to be in danger then if that happens? Or Jaska, probably certainly. The doctor, Romana, the rest of the organon, the rest of the assembled people in the tunnels. You know, we don't know what's going to happen to it now. Right. So it's it's not a bad way to end the mediocre episode that we've got. Yeah. It's probably. Okay. Probably the most interesting part of it was the end because we don't know what how this is going to play into this creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kelly, you want to say something? I don't remember now. Oh, sorry. Is that okay. it? Yep, I think that's it. Alright. Join us tomorrow when we talk about the final episode of The Creature from the Pit. We'll see what happens to Adrasta. Throwing it, throw her in the pit. Yeah, I think she may get thrown to the creature, but we'll see. Okay. But we'll find that out tomorrow. Join us then. Thank you for listening.